The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. take a sigh and i say to myself i'll be a-okay and guess what we're still here glad to see somebody uh heard a song from their shoot job and kind of dug it that's cool greetings and salutations ladies and gentlemen <laughs> welcome back to three man weave three man weave is brought to you by the good folks at chair shot radio network in conjunction with TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And using your heads includes supporting your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis because you are smarter than the average fan. So go on and support the movement. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. Pick up an official ChairShot t-shirt. Hell, pick up two. Pick up three, four, five, six. You know the holidays are right around the corner. And what better way to say that I love you but I might not necessarily like you, but I still bought you something by going to them, by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. You know, y'all always got those gifts. Somebody show up at the last second, like, oh shit, cousin Junebug or cousin Ronnie is here. I got to get him something. So instead of having to run out to Walmart's or the drugstore, truthfully, right quick, running out to the drugstore and get him some of that drugstore cologne, why don't you get him a hashtag journalism shirt or a save tag team wrestling shirt or many of the other cool designs. Hell, G's did the job for the season, right? He won't even know what it has shit to do with wrestling. Either way, stock yourself up. ProBrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. Please and thank you, thank you, and please, TheChairShot.com. Remember, we are not just a website. We are a movement. I am Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by the Reverend Ray Cash and making his triumphant return from on assignment, in quotation marks, the Commissioner PC Tunney. Are you talking about Monday night, the live show, which... I was working, and which I'm probably going to miss for the rest of the season, except for this next Monday. Yeah, I'm 
not thrilled about it because it's actually my favorite project that I have going on right now is jumping on there before Monday Night Football. But I did get a chance to tune in, check out you guys, and I got to just say it right here on air. Tom Wirtz is a superstar in the making. That is a smart kid with a pretty good outlook. I, I feel like you guys would agree with that. Oh, 1,000%, without question. Shout out to Tom, shout out to his brother David, and shout out to Tunny because this was his brainchild. Well, the last thing I want to say, and the reason for the song today, is I think it's kind of ironic because I don't think Urban's going to be A-O-K-E-A-A. We'll get to that, though. How about you, Ray? I'm here. See, we don't have you with the pillow. You, we, oh, you reached for it right before the show, but you're good now. I don't know if I need to reach for the pillow because I'm scared my two dads are going to fight or because I'm about to fall asleep. It's been a long day, ladies and gentlemen. Should we rename this show My Two Dads? I fucks with it. It feels like it. Nobody Especially... remembers that show other than you and I, Tuddy. I remember the show. Oh, the three of us. Yeah, nobody else remembers that show. Yeah, so I guess it's really relevant when Tommy's here, right? Because he's young. Wow. Damn, wow. Nothing? <laughs> Good God. Y'all just got to know. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome did... to Three Man Weave. We're going to take a quick break. Yeah, all right. We'll be back right yeah. after these commercials. We could do that. Wait, hold on. Do we have enough time into the show yet? We can't take a break yet. For three, two, literally one. Now I can take a break. We'll be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I don't, I don't have any music for like baseball. So should we, should we sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game"? Oh, I got the baseball music. I'll send it to you. I do have it. Well, I can get it probably faster than opening my email, but I just was lazy and I didn't get anything. I just thought <laughs> I ain't gonna do it today. I'm just saying I I felt like I felt like I could contribute for once. You contribute Woke all the time. One day, what did I find? <laughs> in my pocket, memories on my mind. <laughs> That's that's a very that's a very good uh, impression, <laughs> sir. That's that's spot on. That's spot on. Uh, yeah, baseball. Um, hey, why are you playing the baseball song? Right I really wanted to sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," but fuck you guys for not. Can 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 Platt sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" as Bruce Springsteen again, please, please. <clears throat> Take me out to the ball game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> wow, I, I didn't think I was gonna get that type of abdominal workout in today, but thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> Much oh, blind. man. Literal <laughs> tears, yo. Literal tears. Can you do oh, the man. end? Can you do the end for it's one, two, three strikes, you're <laughs> out at the old ball game? For it's one, two, 
three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. <laughs> Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. All right, gentlemen, the Major League Baseball playoffs are up on us or upon us, depending on where you want to put the emphasis on the syllable. Last night, yeah, you'll get it. Last night, we saw a – so let's let's do this because I, I, I wanted to ask this question. I'm glad I remember this. No question Yankees-Red Sox is the best, biggest rivalry in baseball, Correct. Agreed. Yeah, without question. Okay. Lakers-Celtics, is that number one in basketball? Historically, yes. All time. This is right all time. Now. you got to pick all time of best, all time. greatest time rivalry in in yes. each specific okay. league is all where right. I want to kind of go here, and this is the order right. I want to do it in. All right. Okay. I would say Lakers-Celtics. I don't know. I mean, would you – I'm open for. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not just sitting here telling you that's what it is. But do you guys agree? Do you have something else? I mean, they're the two winningest teams in the history of the league. And they, yeah. Ray, would you agree? That's got to be it if we're going all time, right? I'd agree. If you're talking twenty years, the past twenty years is different, but all time is definitely Lakers Celtics. Okay. Football. I'll let you guys give yours first because you obviously know exactly what mine would be. Yeah, pack bears. And it's hard, yeah, it's hard to get away from that, too. I say that as a fan and a homer pick, right? But I think it's hard to get away from that historically in the NFL. Granted, there haven't been classic Super Bowl matchups, but is there really any two teams that have historically gone back and forth in the Super Bowl? Except, I, I don't even know. It, it, the Steelers Have the Steelers and Cowboys even played each other in the Super Bowl? Yes, yeah, in 92, twice. I believe, 91 or whatever it was. All right. yeah. But at the in same it, time, in the 70s, they, they played as well. But but at the same time, they each have greater rivals, though. I that would be my I argument. Go, I'm open to listen to yours. I go Cowboys and Indians. I mean, how much more Americana does it get than the Cowboys versus the Indians? I mean, you know, everybody, not everybody, but, you know, the majority of people in this country, because, you know, we're boomer centric, grew up watching John Wayne shoot a bunch of Native Americans down. Yeah. You, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah, I yeah. go, I go Washington, Dallas. I think that's yeah, I that, think that's, that's it. That's probably what I was gonna. You know, that's a really great way to represent your representation there. So good for you. That was well thought out. Sorry, Ray. Continue. I, I was probably gonna lean that way, but I do. Yeah, you got say, that I now. <laughs> it's worth a conversation. It's worth putting in the conversation. Patriots, Colts, only because, uh, like literally for like 15 years, one of those two guys damn near won the Super Bowl. You know, or was in it. So, like, that's a that's a crazy amount of time sure. for two teams to go back and forth and play each other, and every game matters. Um, but yeah, it's, it's probably one of those two two you named. I was just saying, Chris, I mean, that you, you know, your consigliere would be proud of what you picked there for him. You know, since he represents you. And I have Native American blood, so you know, it's well, close that's, to home. Plus, I, I yeah, I, I, just, up in, uh, I just want everybody to know I was bringing up the Dave point, not the other. point. Part of it. I, I, I was I was I was concurring with your assessment. Yes. Okay. Plus, I grew up in in the DMV area as well. So, you know, that that maybe that skews me a little bit. But I mean, the Cowboys are America's team. I mean, the two most popular teams are the Steelers and the Cowboys, because in the 70s, when the NFL first got popping, those were the teams that were winning everything. 
You know what yeah. I mean? They were all, one of those teams was always in the Super Bowl. And there's a, a small pocket of Raiders fans too because they were good in the 70s as well. They're I just started not to say vocal. Raiders Chiefs. I yeah. started to say Raiders Chiefs. Yeah. I did. Yeah. They're just not as vocal anymore because the Raiders haven't been good for 20 years. But okay. there's yeah, so they, they they still out there. I those are the three. Those I wanna, are the three. I want to put out a Twitter poll for the NFL one because I think that's one. Can we come up with four options for the poll? NFL Easily. greatest for sure. For sure, pack um, Bears. For sure, mm-hmm. uh, Washington Dallas. I think those two mm-hmm. are guaranteed to be on there. Yes. Um, if we're talking historical, uh, are we are we going to? Do you want to use something like really good, really big at the beginning, like Oakland, or not Oakland, but the Raiders and the Chiefs, or well, the Raiders and the Broncos? You know, want to go that deep? The Raiders and the Broncos is historically a much bigger rivalry than with any other team because the Raiders and Broncos used to be ridiculously like stupid yeah. every single game, right? I remember that more so. I'm trying to think outside uh, of Niners, Cowboys. San, San Fran and, and uh, Dallas, man. Because, I mean, up in uh, it, that, the, the, the 90s, back and forth. That was the uh, back I like know, those, the back and forth. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 I can't say Brown Steelers because, I mean, the Browns just got good two and a half minutes ago. So it wasn't a rivalry if you get your ass whooped every day. Every See, the game. problem, the problem I – only been 20 years. The problem yeah. I would have with putting – Although I would put that up there, though. I, I might put Raven Steelers up there because, I mean, those games you are always hard-hitting. You can't find many more classic games, and yeah, we've, we've yeah. played for the AFC Championship three times. So All just, right, let's put that fair. one on there. I'm, I'm, let's put Raven Steelers yeah. on. We need – okay, mm-hmm. so I only have three down right now. Uh, put, Oakland, have... put Oakland Denver. Oakland Denver is a, a, a legit one, I think. You don't think? So I got, we got, okay, well, let's just, oh, oh, hold on, I, I hold on. We all it. agree, though, Green Bay, Chicago, Dallas, Washington, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, that's the first three. We're just coming up with the fourth. We're just throwing it around. It may very well be what you said, Ray. What do you got, Platt? Roger Goodell versus the truth. Oh, my goodness. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I got one outside the box if you want to have one outside the box. Sure. And, and it's almost – it's kind of close to what you're, you're saying. How about Al Davis versus the NFL? That's one of the most that's historic rivalries in NFL history. One. That's a good that's, one. R.I.P., by the way. That's or, in fact, how about we just do it – do it legit, legit. AFC, NFC. Eh. Or AFL – oh, I'm sorry. AFL, NFL is what I mean. Because, eh. you know, no, that's – we don't have the NFL without that game. I'm trying to think. There's got to be one that we're missing, what, but it, it, it's 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 hard because a Al lot Davis, of the, the, the traditional uh, Al Davis, Pete Rozelle. A, a lot of the traditional rivalries, one team hasn't been good for a while, so it's not really a rivalry. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think. Um. Uh. Yeah. I like Al Davis yeah. versus the NFL. <laughs> All right, cool. I don't have one better. Yeah, that's what I got. That's all I got. Yeah. Man. Only one better, I would say Dallas and San Fran, but that was more 90s than, than the 90s were 30 years ago now. Jesus Christ. And Dallas and San Fran was more of like a Cold War type fight where, like, it wasn't like the teams didn't hate each other. They didn't even really play a whole lot because San Francisco was good in the in the eighties. Well, it, Dallas it, was 
King right. of the 90s. But this, this is how you know we're old, Tony, because Ray was born in 1997 and he's now 35 years old. So I, <laughs> I don't know what well, that makes right y'all old as <laughs> if I was born in 97. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I mean, there was a, a, a time in the late 80s, early 90s where they kind of swapped the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, that's not really a thing anymore. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll get that. Twitter, I like our... I'll get that Twitter poll up on three man. We've see what kind of reaction we get there. You can always follow us at three underscore man. We've right there on the Twitter. Send whatever messages you would like. And we generally will get back to you back to the whole rivalry thing, bringing it around. The atmosphere was electric last night. You can tell the difference. I think it's biggest in baseball than any other sport, mainly probably because of the, the, the long length of the season. The amount of games is larger than any other thing we consume here in American sports professionally. So it's awesome to see that electric switch turn on when you get to MLB playoffs versus the regular season. I, I think that's they have the biggest difference in the in the big ones. I know hockey has it as well. NBA on the defensive side, NFL on the rating side. But Boston takes care of business. Always nice to see the Yankees go. Big misstep by sending Aaron Judge around third after Stanton blast went off the big monster wall. They could add first and third with one out. Ended up with only a man on second with two outs. Didn't score. Ivaldi pitched excellent last night for Boston. Tonight, Patrick O'Dowd, I wonder what he's going to be doing. We're recording here Wednesday afternoon. You'll, you'll listen to this Thursday morning. I'd say, Ray, that he's going to be watching the Dodgers versus the Cardinals, Max Scherzer versus Adam Wainwright. Who you, who you got tonight? Are you going to sound smart in the morning, or are we going to sound not smart in the morning when people listen? I love Patrick. That's my that's my brother. But, I mean, how you don't, how you don't go with the Dodgers tonight? I just don't understand. Like, they're at home. Scherzer's on the hill. It just, it just feels... Too much, and the Dodgers have been one of the best, uh, one of the best teams in baseball all year long. I got to go with the Dodgers. Can I talk about how not fair this is to Los Angeles? Like they, like Ray said, they've been one of the best teams. A hundred wins, all year. Do you know? You know what? And you're you're really defending the Dodgers. They're like the new. I'm Yan- just saying. There, there's now not just one Yankees. There's a East Coast Yankees and a West Coast Yankees, and they both spend as much money as they want, and they buy everything they can. Ask your consigliere about Trey Turner and Max Scherzer, because if they didn't have them right now, they'd be done. They wouldn't even have won as many games because they're down Clayton Kershaw. Max Muncy's out, right? I, sorry. No shit, Sherlock. You can't tell say they're the Yankees, man, because they shit the bed historically in the past ten years when they get to the World Series. They oh, finally they just got won. over the hump last year, but come on, man. Well, I'm yeah, talking won. about as far as payroll won. and buying a team, right? I, I get it. I get said it developmental yeah, in half and half. It, it's not fair. They're they're running up against a red hot Cardinals team. Again, it's hard for me to go against Scherzer. So yeah, I'm gonna take the Dodgers here. Uh, with all due respects to uh, Mr. O'Dowd. You know the the funny part to me is that I feel like the most the two most terrifying lineups in a playoff scenario are the Blue Jays and the Yankees, and now both of those melon farmers are sitting at home. I don't know that that's that's interesting to me. It's very interesting, but you, I mean, we talk all the time. Postseason is about the bullpen and about this and about the rotation. So, well, let me just tell you guys something. In Max Scherzer's last two starts, he's pitched ten and a third innings. He struck out 10 batters. 
He's given up 17 hits and 10 runs. He shit the bed in his last two outings. He has a higher ERA in the playoffs than Adam Wainwright. The Cardinals have won 19 of 22, and they're going to send the Dodgers home tonight. Mm. When, when the Cardinals win 4-2 to two over the Dodgers. So you're saying he's due? Who's due? Scherzer. Uh, he's he and just was he just was due the last two I, games. He just gave up ten runs in the last two games. Adam Wainwright has been pitching his butt off. The Cardinals are red hot. This, I'm telling you, the Cardinals are going to go in and the Cardinals are going to win this game tonight. That's my call. No, I'm not sleeping on the Cardinals. I mean, these motherfuckers won like what twenty twenty one in a row. Like there, yeah, they they've been hot as fish grease recently. You know, heading off into the season. This is what's weird about baseball, man. Because you remember in the in the mid aughts, maybe even going into the late aughts, where San Francisco and St. Louis would alternate World Series titles. Yep. On paper, it made no sense whatsoever. That's why I say I there I I don't understand what makes a good baseball team. I really don't. And I know y'all gonna say, well, you need pitching, you need bullpen, you need clutch hitting. Well, that's like saying, well, you need food to survive and oxygen to breathe in order to survive. Like I I just really don't understand what makes a good baseball team, and it just baseball. The only sport that makes less sense than baseball is hockey. But at least you can say in hockey, you can ride a hot goalie to the to the cup. But, yeah, neither one of these sports really makes a whole lot of sense once you get to the playoffs. I couldn't disagree with you more, but we don't really have time for that today. Well, you so don't say. Let's, <laughs> let's give some picks on the series that we know are happening, and then maybe we'll wrap that up with just a, like our uh, early super – duper early postseason uh, World Series predictions. The Brewers are taking on the Braves. Man, have the Brewers fumbled down the stretch. I am really scared as a Brewer fan. It's not good to have this kind of pessimism. Uh, Devin Williams punching a wall over a girl at a bar in downtown Milwaukee is just the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like, it's just ridiculous. I think they'll get past the Braves. We'll see what happens here. I don't know. What do you guys think? Brewers... Braves game one Friday 4 30 Eastern I think that sounds like some college kid shit which listen to Uncle Christopher anybody that bets college <laughs> sports you're a fool and a fool and their money are soon to part because you can't predict college kids are just all off the wall and that sounds like some college kid shit I'm gonna go homer here man I, I, I like the Braves in this one man to advance no disrespect to Tony actually much disrespect to Tony yeah I'm going Braves here <laughs> it it hurts my heart to pick a team put, in the state of Wisconsin. Want, want to put your wallet on it, Platt? Go ahead, man. What you what what, what you thinking here, uh, Big Money Grip? I we could we could play for Mr. Jackson. All right, that's fair. Yeah, let's do it, man. A, a virtual shake. Virtual shake, Ray Witness. You got a cash app, right? Yeah, we're good. We'll just keep it. We'll just keep it rolling. Eventually, when someone is down a hundred, we'll pay them, and then we'll just keep betting on everything. I like that, actually. Yes, like okay. Once once whomever gets to a hundred, that's when they got to cash out. I minimum, like that. minimum, I like that. minimum five dollars on every bet. So when you get to ninety five, you're like, oh fuck, I hope I don't lose my next five dollar bet. <laughs> I like that, man. I'm here for that. I can smoke a bag of that. Ray, you want to get in on this? Hell no. Um... Oh. <laughs> He's like, one more thing for my two dads to fight about. 
I'm I'm not better on no baseball. <laughs> Got me fucked up. <laughs> no. <laughs> of all the sports to bet on, baseball is the least I am inclined to bet on. I got the I got the Brew Crew though. Give got to give credit where credit is due. They have been one of the best teams in baseball since day one, and I I just, I just feel like this. I don't know that they're I don't know that they're gonna take the momentum they've had to the post to the actual World Series because like you said, oh boy, he decided to break his head out of nowhere. But man, I think they're due at least to get to the to the NOCS. So I, right. I'm gonna go with the Brewers. I like it. I like it. We're not gonna predict hyperbole because we don't know who the Giants will be facing. We'll get to that on next week's show. Probably be well into that series or a couple games, actually. American League is set now. We talked about the Red Sox. They're facing the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Well, they're not the Devil Rays anymore, but the Tampa Bay Rays. I do believe they won 100 games. The Tampa Bay team Mm -hmm. is a very, very good team. I think they will end up in the World Series. That's my pick from the American League side. How do you guys feel about Boston as the underdog here against Tampa? Agreed. I got Tampa. They pulled off the tarps at the top of the trop. So they actually got expecting people to show up there for the first time all season. Uh, and Tampa is the, is Tampa. You have, you know, like they have the, you know, the, the mask they have for like theater, the happy and the sad, like, or the yin and the yang, like, like Miami is like the yang. Cause they get good every once every 15 years and they trash the place. The Rays are like the good part because they're good all the time, and then they trash it and they build back up and they're good again in two years. I got the Rays. Hope that made sense. Y'all, y'all got you, y'all got Carl's Jr. or Hardy's by you? We got Carl's Jr. here. Have you had the uh, hot I, Hardy's? Have, Hardy's still exist? Well, they're the same. Yeah, it's, thing. It's, it's, it's very it's like rally. I, I know they're the yeah. same thing, y'all, but I'm saying I didn't know Hardy's w- still existed. I got one yeah. down by the airport by me, but have you had the hot honey hand-breaded chicken sandwich? I have not. Oh, I was like, that looked kind of good. All right, sorry. Yeah, ba- yeah baseball. I'm not eating Her- Carl's Jr. or Hardee's because, God damn it, I want to live. But That's not, I-, not, I agree with Ray, you, man. I, Ray, come on, tell them. It's not a bad little fast food joint, right? I love Carl's Jr. because I spend time in Phoenix and it's a West Coast restaurant. Carl's Jr. is fantastic. Well, that's great because I was in Phoenix for five years and not one time did I ever shashay my black ass into a Carl's Jr. I also didn't shashay into Del Taco either. You know what that is too, Ray. I do know about some Del Taco, yes. I'll slap somebody over some El Pollo Loco, though. I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> I can't stand Pollo Loco, dog. This was crazy. What? Not a fan. Really? Not a fan. Wow. Wow. I don't like going you to a restaurant you know someone. to a drive-thru to go to a drive-thru and getting a whole half-assed chicken. I, like, I don't need a half yeah. a fucking chicken. Just give me the parts. I give don't me need the whole, the whole half a Give me the whole chicken. Give me two halves. See, I go dark. I go dark with the chicken. I get my corn tortillas. So I can have dark chicken, corn tortillas, french fries, and black beans all together, and it's just a symphony in my mouth. That's oh, a yeah. lot of oh, fucking yeah. starch. Sign me up. That's Sign a lot me of up. starch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you seen how skinny I am? Yes, I know. Have you seen how big I am? <laughs> they got salads, man. They Fuck got avocado. Fuck a salad. <laughs> Fuck a salad. Fuck a salad. What you got, bro? Salad's what I eat. This Red Sox team is so goddamn schizophrenic, man, because up to about six mm-hmm. weeks ago, I didn't even think they were going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're here. Congratulations to them. I think they peaked by beating their rival, the Yankees. 
I, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Rays here. And I agree with Tony, man. I, I, I got the Rays all the way. I think they're going back to the show this year. They're just too good, man. Like every other team has fundamental is fundamentally flawed. This this Ray team, man, if they're playing like they know how to play, I, I can't see anybody beating them. How much? Not you, not in the American League. Yeah. How much do you guys think the ticket pays in Vegas that someone placed a bet in like 1995 and said in the year 2021, Dusty Baker and Tony Larusa will face off in a playoff series? Approximately $35 trillion. <laughs> I mean, Chris, this series is brought to you by the AARP, is it not? <laughs> hey, man, that, I mean, in 95, that wasn't outside the realm of possibility because Dusty was, I think he was still with San Francisco, and I think Tony was still with St. Louis, if I'm not mistaken. I'm like, just saying, who thought these guys would still be coaching 25 years later? Be, and let me I tell you something. You, I got you, let me I just tell you, you something. I don't want to pay any disrespect to Dusty Baker because I I I believe that his cognitization is unbelievably better than Tony Larusa, who really rubs me the wrong way, not just from an on the field perspective. Yeah, but he's damn good though. That motherfucker know what he's doing. He's good, but I didn't think his his style of managing would translate to this style of baseball. It's, it's a same... newer group, newer kids, more integrated. I, I didn't think it would work the same way it did in 2001 or in 89. And he's shown all of us we're stupid. We're wrong. I mean, but it's not a whole lot of black American players, man. Them Latino brothers, man, it, it, it's a different breed. They just happen to be over here, send some money back home to the crib, get their 22 shoes, their button-ups and slacks, and find them a cute blonde, and they're not going to rock the boat. You know he what I mean? Got, he got one. Shout out to my boy Timmy, Tim Washington, right? Is that his last name? I think so, you know, yes, yes. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Big homie, yeah, big homie yeah, who plays yeah, shortstop. Yeah. That boy's a monster, too. But shout out to La Russa. The problem with La Russa is the, he's in the AL Central, and the AL Central had two teams last year in the playoffs, one of them being formerly the Indians <laughs> from forward the Guardians, which whatever. And they both lost in the first round. The problem is, I mean, look, compare the... AL Central to the AL East. Like, you had four legitimately good teams, and you had Tampa Bay, Boston, Toronto, the Yankees, all rubbing up against each other and played each other night in and night out. And I feel like that better prepares you for playoff contention or playoff baseball as opposed to, you know, fucking with the Twins and the Royals and the Indians were down this year as well. Like, I, yeah, I just think that division was very weak. And I want to see Dusty Baker get a chip, man. I, I feel like Dusty Baker is the baseball equivalent to Andy Reid, and well, I really want him to get a chip so we can give get him his flowers, you know? In my opinion, the reason Dusty Baker doesn't have a championship is Dusty Baker's fault, considering the pitching move he made in the late 90s in that World Series. Well, but let's let's 2002, that is Dusty's or, fault. Yeah, there are, sorry, early 2000s. Let's move on from there and, and leave this topic with our way too early in the playoffs World Series predictions. Uh, we're I got. Gonna, we're not gonna pick red, White Sox versus Astros. Oh, sure. I, I thought we did. Astros. Yeah, I said Astros. Yeah. Okay, so we're all in the Astros. Okay, got you. My bad. We all in H Town. We got you. Yep. All right. I want the Astros? Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. What? No, I don't hate the Astros. I actually fuck with the Astros. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll I'll say that the small market, uh, bonanza, continues. 
We went from Tampa Bay in the uh, NFL to Tampa Bay in the NHL to Milwaukee in NBA. Why not sandwich it back off with Milwaukee and Tampa Bay in the World Series? That's what I got. I'm going to piss the world off. I'm going to piss the world off. We're going to right back where it was last year. Astros Dodgers. God damn it, Ray. You literally stole my thunder because that's I'm I'm saying the exact same thing. We about to run it back. And keep it a buck. They might be on paper the two best teams. On paper. Yeah. But I, I will say to Tony's point, they are beatable. What? They are not they're not juggernauts like they were last year. On they paper, are beatable. On paper, the Giants and the Dodgers are the two best teams. Well, the the Giants by record, but I'm talking about if you look at player wise. Well, I think the Astros have a better okay. team than talent-wise. Then, because to me, on paper means well, the only thing that matters on the paper is the wins or losses number. But that's fair. I, that's fair. I'm just fair. I'm I'm, nit, I'm nitpicking. Did did I say Astros? I meant Rays. Rays and Dodgers. Oh, okay. that was last year's World Series, was it not? Was Am it? I no. tripping? Oh, uh, yeah, that was last year's World Series. The it may Rays have been, and the all, Dodgers. All I know is the Astros and the Dodgers got got Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder beef. So, like, they need to go ahead and throw these hands real quick in the World Series. Yeah, get, I'm pretty sure it was the Rays, Rays, Rays and Dodgers last year. Hey, man, last it don't matter the Dodgers and, won. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. That's Chris, fair, but, yeah, oh, yeah, they, yeah, they run it back, Rays and Dodgers. I usually don't like to put these three words together in this order, but Chris is right. Um, <laughs> it happens It happens a lot more than y'all want to admit that it does. But, yes, we running it back, Rays and Dodgers to Electric Boogaloo. Oh, boy, here we go again. Folks, we'll be right back. This is Three Man Weave, Chairshot Radio Network. We can encourage you to enjoy your day the Chairshot way by always using your head. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com Thechairshot.com Always use your head Ladies and gentlemen, week five of Lord Football is upon us this upcoming weekend. If you haven't been checking out the Monday Night Football pre-show done by the three-man weave crew, check it out. You know, 7.30 Eastern, all you got to do is check out at Chairshot Media on the Twitter, and you're going to get a live preview show that's much better than the overproduced studio BS you'll see on any other network, right? Ray Cash, Christopher Platt, PC Tunney, 40 minutes before kickoff, every Monday night football, live, live at Chair Shop Media with a rotating list of guests. I mean, the Manning brothers and their medium boy jeans got nothing on us, folks. All right, let's go. NFL football this weekend, gentlemen. Tonight, 
as you listen tonight, huge, huge divisional matchup. St. Louis Rams coming off a surprising loss to the Cardinals, heading to Seattle, who are now back to 500. Giant game. We thought the Rams were this team to beat overall, maybe the best team in the NFL possibly. If they lose to the Seahawks, they probably ain't in anybody's top five anymore, gentlemen. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Um, the Seahawks are an enigma. They are maybe the biggest enigma in the league because I I don't think there's a team that every other team that has enigma qualities has one issue that can be fixed. Right? The Steelers just need a new quarterback. Dallas needs a defense. Like there's some, you know what I'm saying? The the Chiefs need to make get stops. But like there's, but literally with the Seahawks, they could play their best football and lose by 14, and the next week play their best football and win by 21. They are really an enigma. So I don't under I don't understand how we're supposed to break them down in a quantifiable way. The Rams are very easy to break down. If Stafford has time to throw, they win. You're not going to run on them very, very effectively. They have really good back end and really good defensive uh, a defensive line. I, I, it, they struggle with mobile quarterbacks. Russ is a mobile quarterback. I, so, but I don't know how you quantify Seattle. Help me out. I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. It's interesting you bring up mobile and mobility, right? Kyler threw for 268 and two touchdowns, also ran for 39 yards. But, Chris, is Russell still that mobile of a quarterback to take care of a Rams defense like this? Those are two separate questions, Tony. Is Russell still a mobile quarterback? Yes. And that's how you quantify the Seahawks, Ray. They got Russell Wilson. And they've got some weapons on offense. And that always gives them a chance. You, you know what I mean? That's it. Like sure. the defense ain't what it used to be. Russell's still back there running for his life half the goddamn time, but they still have him. He's still top five. He's still box office. And they do have some weapons on the outside that can make plays. They got some playmakers at receiver. Um, I, I it's funny. I, in, 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 are they going to be able to keep up with the Rams front four and their defense? That remains to be seen. I, I talked earlier about being a fool betting college sports. I feel like you're also a fool betting Thursday night football because both of these teams are coming off of, you know, a short week, you know, what, four days, three days, really. They got three days of preparation going into this thing, and anything could happen in those three days. I don't know what's going to happen tonight. I'm leaning towards the Rams because of their front four and the lack of Seattle having an offensive line, which they haven't had for, it seemed like, forever now. You know what I mean? Since the last time they won the title. So I'm leaning towards the Rams, but would I be surprised if Seattle won a division game at home on three days rest? Of course not. This is stay away. It's, it, it should be entertaining. I don't know how well played it's going to be, but stay away. If you're a gambler, literally, just stay away. Just stay away. And Quest Field or Energy Solutions Field or whatever the hell they call it this year, the field in Seattle, is still one of the hardest places to play. Home field advantage still matters in football. Listen, folks, if you want your kids to have better Christmas presents this year, if you'd like to reduce the stress of your monthly car payment, if you want to bring that mortgage number down and get a little money put into that, you know, escrow for you there, then do yourself a favor. 
find your man, gather up all the liquidities you have, and bet the fucking farm on the Rams to only need to win by three here. Seattle is definitely at the bottom half of this division. You will see it tonight as you listen Thursday morning. The Rams go to Seattle and win not just by double digits, but by at least 14 points. Chris Carson is a game time. Chris Carson is a game time decision, by the way. Seattle gets one dimensional. Their defense is not even close to the top 10 in the league anymore. Rams in a landslide early and often. This is the same man that's about to owe me a hundred bucks in about four to six months. Don't listen to him. Stay away from Thursday night football. Stay away from this game. Just watch it as a fan. Well, I am Just watch. Uh, as far as sports bets go between you and me, I have won all of them. So let's just keep that a buck. You know what I'm saying? No big deal. It's all good. Oh, you're you're one and oh. Can only play the game. And it took a depleted. And it took only... a depleted lineup to get you there. Man, if it only excuses got, uh, led to victories, you'd probably be 100-0. But, yes, every game I've been put in front of, I've won so far. So until that changes, I'm using that line every fucking time. It's like, who's better, LeBron or Jordan? Jordan, why? Because he won six championships. Is that the only thing that matters? Yes, that's the only fucking thing that matters when it comes to those two. That's the end of that crap. That's the end of Rams and Seahawks. We got to move on. The next game I see here, I'm just going to drop that the Packers will do the same thing. I mean, roses are red, violets are nifty, the Bengals are okay, at least they'll keep it within 50, all right? Packers going to roll in Cincinnati. You guys have anything to add there? He thought he did that, like, that was his that was his magnum opus. Like, he thought he pulled up from 36, yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. turned around while it was still in the air on that one. Hit him with that Nick Young. <laughs> PC Tunney, PC Tunney takes two giant steps back and hits from three. Um, Bang! Uh, if you're interested, was, 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 that Pac- it, was that the Packers game? Nobody give a fuck. Y'all right, gonna yeah. win. Only, only thing interesting coming, interesting coming out of Green Bay is a love affair between Mike Tomlin and Aaron Rodgers, and we know what's gonna happen next year. Well, yeah, I was about to say, wonder where he's gonna end up, man. I'm guessing that since this is a game is at 8.30 in the morning, we have one of our a few London games this year as the Jets and Falcons are on the NFL Network at 8.30 in the morning Sunday. I'm not fucking with Atlanta anymore this season. They fucked me last week. That was my lock of the week. They should have won that game, but they found a way to lose it. Yeah. It's not even like yeah, this Giants is, This won. is the guy you should they listen lost. to when we're picking NFL games here. He's fucking putting his money on Atlanta. Can I'm gonna I be say, I'm gonna be golfing, but if you're up in the morning though, it's a really cool thing to have a game on at 8:30 Eastern. Go ahead, Ray. Sure. I just want to say I think it is a skill the way Goodell finds the shittiest games to give. The well, NFL. you can't give it's them such a skill. I, I mean, he put the Jets in there. It was gonna be a fucking either boring or a landslide either way, right? I mean, come on, you can't give him too much credit. Hey, the Jets could be four and right now. Like, you never would anything could have happened this year. Yeah, nope. end up. And the, bu- Every year. and the Buffalo Bills could be the only four-time consecutive Super Bowl champion, but what you just said doesn't fucking mean anything. You know good and goddamn well, and so does Goodell, and so does the English people, Pip-Pip Cheerio. Everybody knew going into this game that there was no way in Hades that the New York Jets was going to be 4-0, man. <laughs> the Jets didn't even expect to be 4-0, <laughs> and they the Jets! 
<laughs> All right, let's keep it moving. Patriots, oh, Texans, boy. we don't necessarily need to talk about much there. We'll see if the Patriots can stay above sea level and have hopes of making the playoffs. Eagles, Panthers, Panthers. And I was really hoping the Packers were going to do this. Panthers trade a sixth-round pick for Stephon Gilmore, who's like 17 months removed from being defensive player of the year, right? Like, Bill Belichick was like, brought a bunch of people back on defense. He's like, I don't need this guy anymore, so I don't want to see him around here. Um, you know, it, it's like when you have the old furniture, you put it out on a road. Like, the cost of what it takes to grab this old furniture is you removing it from me. So Belichick was like, yeah, if you can take Gilmore out of here, I don't need him anymore. Um, Six-round six pick works, but what a steal for the Panthers, man. I would have loved to have this guy in Green Bay considering Jair Alexander's status right now. How do you feel this makes Carolina elevate in the NFC scene moving forward? I, I definitely think this makes them the best team in the NFC South right now. Um, we'll see Over how, the Buccaneers? we'll see how, I mean, the Bucks are probably right now. Yes. The Bucks have problems. The Bucks have problems. And the one problem that the Panthers have will be back next week. And that's Christian McCaffrey coming back. The Bucks are going to end up winning the division. I'm, I, I'm pretty comfortable saying that. Well, then how can but you, I, but I, how can you say that that makes the Panthers the best team then? As of right now, going into week five, right. Stephon Gilmore being added to the Panthers makes them the best team in that division. Okay. This may change if Bruce Arians can figure out what the hell the problem is with that offense. Because it can't just be Gronk not being there. I... Uh, but it feels a lot like, remember when Randy Moss got traded to the Patriots for a third because they thought he was done? And then he went on to, to catch like 21 touchdowns? It feels like that. I don't know, man. I just the Panthers' victories. Two of them, two out of the three, are against the Jets and the Texans. Um, I and you know you go look at the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers they beat Dallas and they won at New England. I okay. They should have won that game, by the way. Oh, and I, yeah. I know that's yeah. wishes were fishes. I get that, but they they I, lost that war. They I like, won the battle though. I like ifs and buts were candy and nuts. We'd all have a merry Christmas. Platt, what do you think about this game? What do you think about this pickup, think, this uh, trade? I think I think Belichick shouldn't have uh, tried to kick a 56-yard yard field goal. But shout out to the Panthers because they're going for it. They are really going for it. And I salute any front office that is willing to shoot their shot as opposed to these pussified general managers and team presidents and stuff like that. They're scared to actually go for it. They're, they're, they're all about self-preservation. So they play it super conservative in order not to lose their jobs. So I, I'm, I'm here for them, and it's a hell of a pickup for them. Do I think it's going to work? No, I, I don't believe in the Panthers. Like, I look at this, I look at the landscape in the NFC, and again, man, we're literally not even a quarter into the season, so this is all just speculation. Since they added a new game, like, we're just a quarter in. But just looking at it right now, it's not inconceivable that the NFC West could get three playoff teams in, right? So then that leaves the three other division winners, and then they got, what, one more team from the NFC that can make the playoffs? I just don't see that being the Panthers. But shout out to them, for real. Like, uh, no no disrespect. I'm not even trying to play them. Shout out to them. They shoot and they shot, man, and I respect it. All right, we're going to do a really quick lightning round before we get to one of the major NFL topics of the week. And then we have three games we do want to get into in depth a little bit. So 
lightning round. I'm going to call out the game, and I'm going to ask you whether or not the team that's favored is going to cover the spread. So here we go. Lions visiting the Vikings. Will the Vikings win by nine? By, by ten? Will the Vikings win by double digits or not? No. Division game. Vikings win, but it's closer than it should be. Yeah, Take same. the Vikings, lay the lumber, take the over, team them up. Vikings win in a gigantically big victory. Kneecaps, uh, the Lions are tired of eating them. The Vikings will take advantage of having no nibbles at their legs. Broncos at Steelers. Steelers are actually favored in this game. Will the Steelers, it's by one, so we'll call it a pick em. Oh. I got the Broncos here on the road. Give me the over at 39 and a half. I think the Broncos defense could get two touchdowns. I got the Steelers only because Teddy Tuglas ain't going to play. Boom. Yeah, Steelers. All right. All right. Dolphins at Bucks. Bucks win by double digits at home. I would say so myself. Gentlemen. Jacoby Brissett is still under center. Love that kid. Not a starting quarterback. Brady's pissed. Two, two touchdowns. Lock of the week. Take the points. Take the bucks. Lock of the week. Saints head to the home of the football team, and that would be in Washington. Saints are actually favored to win this game. Do the Saints win by a field goal or more here in Washington? Got upset. The kid with the heart. The kid with the with the same... Last name as a fucking green keg. I think Washington is playing with a lot of fire. Um, they're playing hard. And again, the the Saints have problems. They need Michael Thomas now. I have Washington winning at home. More than a, more, maybe a touchdown? More than a field goal. I'm not hopping off, man, but this Jameis bandwagon, at least early on, it's been like on a, a roller coaster. Like, you've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly of Jameis. I'm not hopping off. It's still early. I still believe if he needs to come back here to the Cranber compound for some more tweaking, we got him. That boy I'm got taking... a permanent, permanent bed over there. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's good, though. <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking the Saints, man. I don't believe in the Washington football team. I think that their defense was overrated by me. So, yeah, I'm taking the all Saints. All of us. All well, of us. We I, all, it looked real good at the beginning of the season. Here's what I'll say. I think we finally see the defense we thought we were going to see from the Washington football team. We'll see the old Jameis Winston throw three picks. So get the JW monogrammed slippers out for the shower, Platt. Have them ready. He's coming back to the Kriva compound because he fucking needs it. Washington rolls it home. Washington, take the money line because they're going to win by double digits. Chicago heading to Oakland. The bubble is burst, fellas. Good for John Gruden for coming out and winning the first three games. But I have the newly named full-time starter winning his first road game and heading to Oakland and taking care of John Gruden. Johnny, enjoy the last 13 games. They're the last ones you're going to coach for the Vegas Raiders, let me tell you that. I know I said Oakland because I can't stop doing that, but that's too fucking bad. You meant what I know. Yeah, yeah, Gruden up out of here at the end of the season, but is Nagy still the head coach of the Chicago Bears? For the time being, yes. I think Take definite, the other team. I think Always yes. take the other team. Always. Exactly. Always. Like, 
man, look, they could be playing me, you, Tunney, and the and the chair shot. Use your heads. We're gonna beat Matt Nagy. I'm saying. Well, they went. They were in the. They were in the playoffs last year. Yeah, you know who else was in the playoffs last year? Yeah, the Browns. Some other lost. teams. Some other teams that ain't gonna be there this year. <laughs> yeah, Raiders. Raiders gonna win. It's. It, this is a. Get, getting back to normal. Getting back to business game. You'll see. You'll see. Last lightning round game, Giants head to Dallas. I think everybody and their mother is going to be taking Dallas and thinking they're going to win by more than a touchdown. Give me the Giants on the road. Take the points here and be smart and safe with it. I got uh, Danny Dimes dropping a few on that shit-fucking-poor Dallas defense. People are going to figure out how to get around only one good corner in Trevon Diggs and one good linebacker who they have playing defensive end in Micah Parsons. Trust me, that Dallas defense is not as good as everybody thinks. It's just a ploy. When the Cowboys are good, ratings are up, jerseys sell. Jerry's a fucking smart guy, Chris. Jerry's on the Vince McMahon side of the game. And it, if it, you know it, what I, I say about Vince, you'll you'll get that reference. The decline. Tony, you got to lay off the sauce, bro. You know, you, you got to put up hey, points in hey order March. to beat this Dallas team. Hey, and, March, guess, and guess so many boobs the, I see. The Giants today. ain't going to be able to do it. 15. Yeah, the Giants ain't going to be able to do it. Disagree. I am you, the biggest. You're not, you're not hopping off, huh? You refuse I, to hop off, huh? Just like just like you and your boy Jameis, I fucks with Danny well, Dimes. Well, 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 this is the difference, though. Jameis has talent. Danny Dimes got talent. He just oh. yeah, no. Danny Dimes is very talented. He just can't. Dude's got like his two, problem is he's got like two eighty-yard rushing touchdowns, dude. Yeah, he's a beast. It's just he he he's a fumble. He he got Kurt Warner isms. He he has to learn not to fumble the fucking ball. That's his problem for sure. Much like Jameis got to learn to stop throwing the ball to the other team. Um, what, what, what we're not gonna do is compare uh, Danny Dimes to a certified Hall of Famer. That's not. That's what we're not gonna do. I mean, but, they both were Giants quarterbacks. Listen, but okay. listen, uh, you, Ray, Chris, you've clearly shown a preference for a type of quarterback. Ray just enjoys people who can be, you know, uh, by name monetarily defined, right? Ray Cash, Danny Dimes. You know what I'm saying? So Tunny, Tunny just called me racist. No, I just, I basically, <laughs> I, I was like, I mean, it sounds like a whole, I mean, there's a quarterback, he's black, there's a quarterback, he's black, there's a black quarterback, knick-knack, paddywhack, <laughs> another black quarterback, <laughs> give a dog a bone. Brothers away, man. Y'all be way too quick to throw the brothers away, so I'm going to bring I, I've never cut I'm anybody like, in the boy. NFL ever, okay? So don't fucking lump me in with the rest of these idiots. Kind of like when the oil spills in the ocean and we pick up the, the Oh, that's my fault we, now too, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dish soap and yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Jameis was the number one pick in what, like 2013? It's 2021? It's enough time to know who he is, dog. Uh, but anyway. Listen, this, this short, young upstart 37-year-old Jameis Winston's going to make it, okay? <laughs> he just needs a chance. <laughs> Keep on pushing. Hey, if Rich Gannon can get a 35, so get Jameis Hey, Lynch. can a brother get I'm some sorry. crab legs or what? what? Rich Gannon won MVP, and he was 56 <laughs> years old, man. I ran into Rich Gannon, man. He hit me around the corner. I looked up. I said, oh, shit, that's Rich Gannon. He said, oops, my bad. I thought you were somebody else. <laughs> oh, wow. Cowboys win, but I'll take, I'll take the Giants in the, in, the, in the points. Yeah. All right, let's get Close. down. 
let's get down to it. We got three games to talk oh, about. We're going to do it in this order. 49ers heading to Arizona. Boy, oh boy, Arizona's favorite in this game. Man, I tell you what, I think the 49ers, I think it's going to be a week of upsets. Week five is the week that unless you listen well, to the people who are in the know, you're going to be paying your man. Yes, Ray. Who's the QB for San Francisco this, this season? It this, sounds this, like yeah, Jimmy G could play. Okay. That affects my that affects my pick. I don't think it matters. I think you're going to see a game where Arizona doesn't dominate on offense like they should. I think San Francisco has a way of just knowing them and playing against them. I love what Arizona's done. They surprised the hell out of me. I know Platt is is a big fan of Cliff Kingsbury and, you know, wearing the shades on the sideline and his and his home. I mean, Platt, you've said to me before off the air, Cliff Kingsbury, that's a handsome man. I've said it on there. He's a good-looking white guy, which is why he got the job. But he's got to preface it. He's got to preface it. That white guy. He just can't be a good-looking guy. He's oh, he's good-looking white guy. Yeah, he's pretty fly for a white guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Cliff Kingsbury asked for uh, what uh, thirteen, and they drew a thirty-one. <laughs> I don't even understand that, but okay, cool. That's uh, the lyrics of the song. I know, I know. I'm Your consigliere might not be rocking with you anymore if you can't remember some good I, rock I know, players. right? I know, right? Arizona, excuse me, San Francisco, and this is kind of a pun here, they're fool's gold because, you know, the 49ers and the mining and all that shit. Like, there, there's something there. I just don't feel like, you know, working it out right now. But they're fool's gold, man. I do not believe in them. They need more people. We don't believe you. You need more people. I'm taking the cash. Well, we don't believe you. You need more people. Take the cards. If Trey Lance plays a, a big hunk of the game, the game's close, Arizona wins. If Jimmy Garoppolo plays the entire game, the cards will lose this game because this is a type of game where you need ball control and you need to make sure that you don't make mistakes because there's not many teams out there that make, that will hurt you if you make a mistake more than the cards. So if Jimmy G was really playing, I'll take San Francisco in the upset. Look at the, this coaching matchup. This is uh Mike or Kyle Shanahan versus Cliff Kingsbury. This is like both these melon farmers at Vegas playing blackjack. They got 15. And both of them look like, okay, hit me. <laughs> <That's Literally. it. laughs> hit me. Go ahead, hit me. Even though the dealer got to at least try to get to 17, but they both got 15. They got an 8 and a 7 on the table. Cards up, and they're going to both say, hit me. Don't don't Kyle <laughs> Shanahan and uh, Cliff Kingsbury look like they should, they're two people that will finish the fourth with Tunney and, and Dan on a, on a hole, on an 18 holes of golf? Y'all look like y'all be a good foursome. I don't. I don't necessarily enjoy playing golf with people I don't know, and I don't necessarily like Cliff Kingsbury or Kyle Shanahan for numerous reasons. So I don't know that that would really work out for me, but I can see where you're going with it. Yeah, because you're tall and white. <laughs> you missed aquatic I, I, racism I, last Friday on DWI, by the way. <laughs> aquatic yeah, racism. Yes, everybody got it. Ain't, everybody got, ain't got no it. reason to get crusty about a crustacean, yo. <laughs> Well, last thoughts here. Who's who's winning this game? I mean, I already said I think the Niners are going to burst the Cardinals bubble here. I don't think the Cardinals are as good as they think. Instead of taking the better quarterback here, I'm going to take the better coach and the better defense. Same. 
as long as Jimmy G starts. Because Trey Lance is going to make some great plays and make some big mistakes. Jimmy G plays the whole game. I got the Niners. I literally already said it. Take the cat. All right, I was just wrapping it For up. the third time. Wrapping it up. Now, I'd love to give you the spotlight this week, Platt, but I think you would agree with me that one other game is a little bit bigger of a matchup. Yeah. So let's you finish off Sunday. You, you, you oh. wouldn't love to give me the spotlight, okay? Don't lie to the people, okay? Come that, on. You're right. That's only like what the entire Chair Shot Radio Network is based on. But anyway, Browns versus Chargers. Yes, Your Honor, the PC Tony rest. Browns heading out to L.A. I won't call them San Diego like I call the Raiders. Oakland Chargers, one-and-a-half-point favorites. So, I mean, that means that people think the Browns are a little bit better than the Chargers. I, I've been on the Chargers all year. I've, I've, I've picked the Chargers in some key situations. I, I had them – I told you to take the money line against Kansas City, and I was right there. I uh, – I'm – I think both teams have excellent defenses. I'd give the edge to Cleveland, right? I think that the running game of Cleveland is better, but the passing game of, of L.A. is better, and they really have a, a running back who's, you could argue, as good as Nick Chubb. I just... No. I, In totality, yes, he is. In totality. No. Considering Chubb You're doesn't catch the ball. You're talking about the ball. A running back doesn't yeah, just I'm just ball. Say, I said, I said uh, arguably. I... I gotta take the home team here i really do i respect the browns i i think they're a really good team and i like what they're doing and their coach and everything but i'm taking the chargers at home here ray the chargers did something this past sunday or monday sorry that made me questions question them for the first time in years because i have always believed the chargers are the team that are gonna literally play great and then last minute, like, pull your heartstrings out. Consistently every year, going back to Phillip Rivers, they lose games they should win on some bullshit. They won the game. I was shocked how they won the game. Cleveland is legit. Cleveland is one of the top five teams in their conference, easily. One of the top six, seven teams in football. And all it matters to I think the only thing that matters is that can Baker Mayfield not make mistakes because Derwin James is out there lurking and he's going to get one going to get one. So the question is, because Baker's going to have to throw about 40, about 40 times in this game. And I say that because as good as the defense is and as good as y'all's running game is best running game in football, strictly running backs easily. The game moves so much faster against the Chargers because they score so fast, they move the ball so fast, and they get stopped so much. So the game's going to move fast. Baker's going to throw about 40 passes a game. Question is, is he going to give one? I think he does, but I still think the Browns win this game. I got the Browns. Number one, you can't say the best running game in the league and say strictly passing when we got our Swiss Army knife known as Kareem Hunt that does everything. He runs it. He catches it. He blocks. You can even light him up as a at wide receiver and get him on a mismatch with a linebacker or a safety, and he can make plays. You know what I mean? I said, be- I said best running. I think that they have the best running team in the league, strictly running backs. Because okay, I, I misunderstood. If, if you, I bet, if you I add Lamar. Uh, okay, because. Te- technically, old boy is a, a receiver, but they, yeah. they line him up and run it back. Talking about the charge. I get you. I get you. But what you said, man, 
that's the issue with the Browns all year. That's going to be the question with the Browns all year. Baker. That's literally the only issue. Like, if you look up and down this roster, the playmakers that they have on both sides of the ball, man, the only question is Baker. And he played like hot. Frankly, Baker hasn't played well since first half, first game of the season. And that was the game that he had probably been preparing for since, what, June, May, April. Like, they knew exactly what plays they were going to call and in what sequence. You know what I mean? That's the issue. That's always been the issue, and it's going to continue to be the issue, and it's the reason why he ain't got paid yet because there's got to be some people in the front office that aren't convinced that he's the guy to get this team to the next level. Um, I think they are a good team, talking about the Cleveland. I'm still a little sus on the defense. They showed a lot last week, but the the defense coordinator, he, he blitzed a lot more last week than he typically likes to. I think going into that game, the Browns had blitzed less than any other team in the league. Like, he wants to get pressure with that front four and then drop every back everybody else back in coverage, which, you know, as Eli Manning, that's a, a great recipe in the playoffs, you know, to win a Super Bowl. But this is a tough game. It's on the road. I don't know if Baker's going to be able to make those plays. And, Ray, let me tell you something, man. If Baker has to drop back and throw the ball 40 times, guess who ain't winning? The Cleveland Browns. As much as it pains me to say it, man, I had the Browns winning 11 games this year, and this was not one of them. And, yeah, I think it's a tough game. It's a West Coast game on the road, on the road. Shout out to Amber. Versus a good team. Yeah, I got to take the Chargers. Like, now – if the Browns are able to go on the road and win this game against a good team, perhaps I can exhale a little bit and sure. understand that I do have a good football team. But, yeah, I got to take the charges in this one, man. All right, one last game left here. I believe it is the Sunday night matchup here between – oh, we do have two games left, actually. Uh, well, then, talk about Monday until I, Monday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Tune in Monday night for the Monday night football preview. I'll be there this week. Colts heading to the Ravens. Ray? Nothing to talk about. One of the quarterbacks sprained both of his ankles at the same damn time. You was know he's going to win the game. Was he guarding Kyrie Irving and Allen Iverson at the same time? In some time flux paradox? Where they were both in their no, prime? He, he, he was guarding Quinn Nelson. <laughs> that goes to sell you. Oh, boy. Houston, we have a problem. Uh, All right, then. Bills heading to the Chiefs. Bills coming off of shutting out two of Sister Mary of the Blinds football team the last two weeks. Um, That means they didn't play very good teams. Uh, No, no pop for that. We're kind of treating that like Ray's thing before the show. Anyway. um, Bishop Bishop Sycamore. Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, twice in a shutout, twice in a row. Uh, Impressive nonetheless, though. Uh, Gentlemen, Chiefs, they lose two games in a row this year for the first time already how do you feel here? I mean, I think it's interesting. If Buffalo could have handled Pittsburgh week one, we'd all be sitting here going Buffalo is the team, right? But Mm -hmm. if you want to compare quarterbacks, they're number one and number two in QBR outside the pocket. So to me, it seems like I would be playing man to man with coverage over the top instead of giving them time with zone, you know, the ability to move and shake and let that, shift because Buffalo has given up a lot of points to Kansas City in their last two meetings and by doing so they've played 10% more zone coverage which Patrick Mahomes has crushed right Bill's success has come running zone coverage 55% of the time 
they've run zone coverage 65% of the time defensively against them. So I don't know. I could, I got to see a, a change up on the defensive side from the bills here to believe that they can stop Kansas city. But I think everybody and their mother would assume that we're going over on Sunday night, even though it's 56 and a half, we're going over that number despite the bills having two shutouts in a row, Chris. You know, I think rumors of Kansas City's demise have been greatly exaggerated. I mean, if you break it down game by game, number one, they lost their first game to a team that absolutely positively had to have that game. Plus, they're they're a good team as well, but they had to have that game, and then they lost another game to a division rival. So, I mean, this isn't, you know, the, 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 it's not gloom and doom right now here with Kansas City. Again, I think that they're playing the long game here. They understand that this, this season is longer than any other season that there's ever been. It's hard for me to ever bet against Kansas City, quite frankly. Now, eventually, what what they're trying to do is somewhat unprecedented, and it's hard to do what they are trying to do, i.e., go to three consecutive Super Bowls. But I'm going to take them here. I take Kansas City, and I take the points, and I think it's going to be a fun game. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Chiefs until I have reason not to take the Chiefs. Midnight Rider, what do you got? The, the, the rumors of their demise was greatly exaggerated, but I think the only reason it was exaggerated was because they hadn't shown a weakness in two and a half years. You know, and the week, the one weakness they showed for just a small amount of time in the Super Bowl last year, they fixed immediately starting this year. They looked vulnerable for the first time, and that's like after Tyson lost to Buster Douglas, people didn't look at him the same, even though he hadn't ran through everybody. So that's what we're looking at there. But I think when you think about it, much like with Tyson, when you think about the biggest bully on the block, you have to think about the one or two people that can punch that bully and knock him out. And no team is better built to knock that bully out than the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills may be playing the best football right now. Josh Allen is looking like a superstar the past two, three weeks. And they can put up points almost as easy as the Chiefs can. I say almost because, you know, there's only one Tyreek Hill and there's only one Travis Kelsey. You know, you nobody else got those. I think the Bills have just enough defense to get one more stop. And I think the Chiefs lose three games in their first five. I got the Buffalo Bills in the upset. All right. All right. Well, an exciting week five in the NFL. Um, <laughs> I, I do want to, I do, let's, let's see. When is, you know what we didn't get to? I skipped over it. Well, because we want to talk about it. Tennessee. Finger in the booty. Ooh. Rocket in his pants. You. Your boy, hey, the Tribal Chiefs did say we the ones, right? She was the one, apparently. <laughs> I, I ain't mad at him. Well, go ahead. Go ahead, Sonny. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Okay, so here's the deal. They're home to the Titans this week. Next week, they go to London. And then they have a bye. 
So Con- <laughs> Herb like, God damn, why could we be in London right fucking now, my G? <laughs> do you? I, oh shit! Do you want to? Do you want to do some AEW storyline shit? Tell Urban to find his home fucking plane ride home after they lose in London. Herb <laughs> said I had one week. I couldn't keep it together for one week. <laughs> we was going to be overseas. You know, the funny thing about it is, as far as being an NFL coach, the thing with the with the young woman is way less uh, incriminating to an as an NFL coach perspective than the fact that mm-hmm. he didn't he is the first NFL coach in history on a road game to not fly home with his team. So, yeah, that's bullshit. No, well, yeah, I'm I'm okay. Go ahead. Did you want to set the table or that's, you want us to just keep it up? To that that to me that's why he shouldn't be an NFL coach right there. And I think the proof is in the pudding. Like first of all, he comes in and he hires a historically racist strength coach for no fucking reason mm-hmm. whatsoever, just to give his buddy some money. Like, take it out of your own fucking pocket. You're fucking have millions and millions of dollars, right? This guy has been a con artist since fucking he left Florida. He is not he, – he's turned into somebody that, from the public's perspective, it, he, you talk about villains. This guy is worthless to me. Like, I struggled whether or not today thinking about this show, what we were going to do and how we were going to do it, going, let's not even fucking talk about it. Like, what a fucking douche canoe motherfucker. I am so not – just borrowed, but yeah. You never heard douche canoe? Yeah. I, I'm just I, I, I'm, I'm, so, I'm mesmerized by your by your words, sir. I'm so bothered by Urban Meyer, it's ridiculous that I don't even want to talk about him. And then the Tim Tebow thing, if you want to say the only positive thing I can think about is there is more attention on Tim Tebow when he was there than Trevor Lawrence, but Trevor Lawrence can handle that shit. He played for fucking Clemson for fucking three years. Like I'm, I you got just you guys talk about it. He's gone. He, I hope they have. I hope he has to fucking paddle a goddamn canoe across the Atlantic to get home from London on the 17th of October. <laughs> hey, PC Tutty, ladies and gentlemen, Percival Charles pizza carving or pumpkin carving pizza chaperone, whatever. Funny. Um, so pizza funny. That's here. That actually is not. But okay. So let, let's you know, elephant in the room, dick in the booty thing. I'm or uh, finger in the booty. I'm not mad you put your finger up a bitch ass. Like I'm not mad at that whatsoever. I'm I'm not the moral police, man. If you want to fuck somebody, said that, that shit. I'm not yeah. mad you put your finger up a bitch ass. That I, oh. can we clip that? That is might be how I'm we sorry. start. This, might be how we preface the show from now on. Just so you know, this oh, is what you're man. about to listen to. I'm just, just saying, man. I'm not the moral police, man. If you want to go out and try to fuck somebody better than your, you're better looking than your wife. I'm not the moral police. You do your thing. Cause I'm going to tell y'all like this, your head coach is doing the same thing. The only difference is your head coach has the good sense to diddle the help. I mean, come on, man. Y'all think these coaches are staying overnight in their offices at these facilities, game planning. Come on, man. If the, you believe that, I got some swamp land to sell you out in I Arizona. think the Come good on, ones man. are. It spe- is what it is. I think the good ones are spending more time on it than you think, and I think it pays off for them. I'll tell you that right now. No. Because, oh, they, oh, they're spending a lot of time because listen, on it, they're spending I'll, I'll, a lot of time on it. Well, that's the thing because look at the Steve Spurrier experiment. Dude came in and thought he could fucking study film for three hours a week and go play golf and fucking win football games because it was college. Urban Meyer's dumbass 
here's two things that I didn't mention. One, he brings his fucking rookie quarterback into his apology. What a fucking bitch. Fucking stand there and take it to bring Trevor Lawrence into it. Trevor Lawrence, trust me, he came out and said it ain't no big thing, but it's fucking bullshit. Trevor Lawrence wants nothing to do with Urban Meyer. That's how stupid the fucking Khan family is in general. They can't do NFL team. They can't do fucking wrestling organization. They suck at fucking both of them, okay? Period. End of story. Uh, um, and the other right, thing um, about Urban Meyer is he goes, it's like playing Alabama every week in accordance to playing an NFL football game. No shit, motherfucker. Everybody's good. It's all the best players from college. This is the dumbest motherfucker on the history of the earth. The biggest con man. You're an idiot if you got swindled after he left Florida. It's your own fucking fault. Yeah, because it's not like he won a title with Old State. But that's neither here nor there. What I'm saying is I'm not saying that these coaches aren't out here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just let me finish. I'm not saying these coaches aren't out here game planning and shit like that but you know what they're doing in between game planning they're having the goddamn press secretary of the team speaking to the mic like don't finger get it booty. twisted and if you think that playing shit ain't happening booty. you watch too much goddamn television they're playing now get back booty. to the urban meyer thing they're playing yeah they're playing to hide the piccolo okay booty but bingo. Get back to urban meyer. booty bingo uh, urban uh, a finger is urban, in the upper left uh, just, just, just mute your mic. Just mute your mic. No, no. Urban just, I you want to know what the center square is? Center square is big toe. Mute your mic. Center square is mute your mic. But Urban and I were actually at Bowling Green simultaneously. And now I, I'm not saying, you know, never met him. Don't know him. Never met him. But obviously I was in. Most, hold on. Just let me finish. God damn it. Shit. I've been thinking about this all day. Let me most finish. Most misleading statement ever. I, obviously, I, I, I know friends. I had friends that were and were friendly with People that were on the football team, you know I what I mean. I want to apologize. Can I apologize? Urban, oh, no, let me finish. God I damn forgot, shit! I no, you can apologize when I get done. Just shut the fuck up for two minutes, please. I don't wanna. And thank you. I love you, but just be quiet for a second. Mm. But no, I, I, yeah, they, they. Guess what? A lot of those guys weren't necessarily fans of Urban, and I feel like the problem that Urban had coming into the league is that he tried to put his dick out on the table and play Billy Badass, and, and like you know, it's my way or the highway. Well, you could do that in college because those guys don't have any they don't have any recourse. They got to sit there and take it. But when you get to the NFL, when you're dealing with grown ass men that make more money than you, that ain't going to work. They're going to look at you sideways, man, and you're not going to have any credibility with them. They're just going to roll their eyes, and keep it pushing like an escalator. And then allegedly after this whole thing popped off, he had this weird meeting with the team and everybody was just sitting there rolling their eyes at him, which really all he had to do was just tell the truth. All I had to do was be honest. Because I'm, you know, if there's a room of men that can understand what the hell just happened to you, it's probably your own team. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of them have been caught up in that same quagmire where they got caught with their finger in the proverbial booty. The liberal booty. You know what I mean? Like they could, but you couldn't even tell the truth with them. So yeah, that that takes away your credibility. Now, if I'm Shaka Khan, man, you got a couple ways you can go with this. Number Shaka one, Khan. if Shaka you Khan. really think that he's the guy, Shaka and Khan. I've seen no evidence that to say that Urban Meyer is the guy, but if you think he's the guy, you got to hold on, man, and, and just put your head down and be cool because in a day or two, there's going to be another story that comes across the news cycle, and it's going to bump y'all off the headlines. But if you're thinking you're having buyer's remorse, this is a great way to kind of cut bait. Like, this gives you an opportunity to cut bait and keep it moving like an escalator. But all in all, I don't think Urban is long for this NFL world. 
to the fire, to the limit, to the wall. For the chance to fire you, I gladly risk it all. Uh, hey, yeah, he, he got to go. I don't need to say anything else. He got to go. He got to go. He got to go. He got to go. Who got to go? He got to go. Well, I just want to put out a public service announcement to any uh, gigantic cargo liners, freight ships that are coming over from London to the United States uh, this this Sunday afternoon, Eastern time zone. There may be a way more than middle-aged man rowing a canoe back so that he can get back home to his grandkids. He's probably going to head up to the St. Lawrence Seaway back down in through Lake Erie so that he can get back to Columbus to play some more bingo booty. Um, that's been your Urban Meyer talk. I'm glad you guys it's are going to be Urban and the Winklevoss twins together yeah. just getting the row in. Hasta la vista, baby. That's a, that's a deep cut, y'all. That's a deep cut. Winklevoss twins, that's a deep cut. We, 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 we've all seen the social network, Ray. <laughs> all right folks we got one topic left you've been you're listening to three man weave on the chair shot radio network we'll be right back the chairshot.com the chairshot.com always always use your head come on man and with the local dbc news and cool j with the twins and come back Just goes to show you can't teach size. I think people love the NFL because it is the biggest and fastest sport. And I think people gravitate more towards a heavyweight championship matchup in boxing than any other weight division. I'm sorry. It's historically accurate. Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder for the third time happens this Saturday night. Finally happens. Gentlemen, what's your anticipation level to this Saturday? Are you watching this fight? I know I will be tuning in one way or the other. I'm going to watch it. Oh, don't go pay for it. So I'm going to watch it. Right, but Who that doesn't... Who y'all sound like? But, but, <laughs> Who y'all sound like Listen, right now? no, that doesn't mean necessarily that you're stealing it or, or you know, going to some nefarious way to go. There's plenty of places That's you can right, go Chris. to. There's plenty of establishments you can visit. I know Dave & Buster's by me. Tons of TVs. Tons of, yeah. tons of great food. Tons of great games in the meantime leading up to the fight. And they're going to have it. Different places like exactly. that. So you can check that shit out yeah. like that. Play. You don't have to always assume the worst of people, motherfucker. Yeah. How was I assuming the worst? I paid for the last one, man. I, I've got my penance. Yeah, you feel bad. I'm definitely watching. You have buyers I got remorse. my menu together. Yeah. Hmm. I did. What's on the menu? What's on the <laughs> menu? <laughs> What's on the menu? 
No, nothing too extravagant, man. Just pizza and wings. That's all. I'm going to do the wings myself and we're going to, you know, get a blue moon, take it bake, you know? Oh, come on, dude. Do, put the work in on the pizza. Go to the go to the grocery store, find the, one of the best, you know, uh, uh, crusts you can do and make it up your own way. Get your own sauce in there. Get your own condiments and everything else. Let's grate some cheese, you know? Let's cut up some fucking pepperoni. What do you think? Come on, you accepting the challenge here? No the man, family. we're gonna. That's bullshit. We're we're gonna get. Crema. No, we're gonna get a Crema. Uh, bake from Blue Moon. Oh fuck. Which me. means we're gonna get a, a cheese pizza. I already got the turkey pepperoni in the fridge. We're gonna get some <sighs> mushrooms and some green peppers, and we're gonna put them on there, and we're gonna throw it in the oven for twelve to eighteen minutes, and it's gonna be absolutely amazing. And we gotta cut it in squares because for some reason my wife loves pizza cutting squares, and so that's what it is. So now yeah. I like pizza cutting squares, you know. Were you just saying that, or did you let something out of the bag? No, that's that's a shoot. Everything I said was a shoot. Everything? Like, it, it's it's not a euphemism, man, like cutting pizza in squares. I don't even know how you get nasty with that. What are you talking about? I don't even know if he notices. Oh, 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 you, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Just, yeah. Okay. Thanks. I, Thanks for I, drawing attention to that, because now. Well, I didn't yeah, know thanks. if, like, I didn't know if there was something that, that I didn't know if, like. There was some antelope, no, but thank antelope, you antelope action. Or, now, I'm just talking about nature and thanks, antelopes thanks. and stuff. Yeah, thanks for drawing attention to that because that's going to be a five to seven minute conversation I didn't want to have. But Ray, what are your thoughts about uh, the heavyweight title fight happening this weekend? Amber, I'll cash it. Amber, I'll cash <laughs> the. Amber, I'll cash the check now since I brought it up for you. <laughs> um. So I'll say this. I appreciate boxer versus puncher matchups because they're always fun, right? Because Deontay Wilder could not box his way out of a paper bag, but he'll knock anybody out that walks in front of him. Tyson Fury does not look like the big bloke should be able to box, but he is very adept with his footwork and his science. It all, and I think, I think we saw how this is going to end when Tyson Fury became the Undertaker last time they fought, when he rose from the dead, right? Because the one thing that we didn't think Tyson Fury could do was handle literally getting pummeled by Wilder. Because, I mean, Wilder probably hits the hardest out of anybody other than maybe George Foreman in the heavyweight division ever. So Mike, if Mike. Wilder... The only reason I didn't put Mike in that conversation is because Mike had to hit you up close. That's because bullshit. You reach. That's bullshit, though. They gave me the Doritos that one time, and I knocked the fuck out of that kangaroo right out of the goddamn wing. Like, I've done him back down under that motherfucking kangaroo. Fucking Doritos. It's final. It's final. I, my neck is broken. It's final. I, I, I broke time, my back. You know, you last week you played that CeeLo Green song and everything, and they talk about that bitch riding around with that other guy, and they fuck that guy and fuck that bitch too. But you know what What happened to me one time? It's just a true-to-God fucking story, right? I seen my ex at the time. She thinks we was exes, but we wasn't, you know. And this was way back in the day. So, RG, you know what I'm talking about. I'm the head of the class, okay? But what happened was is I seen her, and she went, she went with Brad Pitt. And I was like, oh, I love Brad too, Brad too. So I understood that one. That's the only time, though. And fuck that kangaroo again. Archie, you should call me sometime. It's final. BC Tunny, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and show your love. Don't forget, don't forget to tip your waiters. Tip your waiters, everybody. Tip your waiters. Oh, man. 
<laughs> I, I can't fi- uh, uh, we I can't follow that, bro. Just like in the show, like, like how can we follow that? I like pigeons too. <laughs> Let's give some I'll, predictions. I'll, I'll say... Let's give some fight analysis and predictions if you don't want to follow that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so okay. The first fight, I don't understand how the champion knocks the challenger down twice and it's still a draw, but whatever. Second fight. Fury clearly outclassed him. I know uh, Deontay said that he had a, a he busted his eardrum, which I, I I tend to believe because of how outclassed he got. And I couldn't imagine fighting a street fight with a busted eardrum, let alone a world class, highly skilled, professionally trained boxer who, by the way, also happens to be like six five two seventy five. Right? No, it, 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 you've had better days. Okay, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I think we're burying the lead here. And the lead is, you got to recall that this fight was initially scheduled to take place back in July, but Tyson came down with COVID. So, you know, for those of you that aren't really familiar with how training camps work for, you know, fighting or, or, or combat sports, that you typically want to set your training camp up to the fact to the to where the fighter is literally peaking around fight night. Mm-hmm. And this was a month out that they canceled that fight. So, they had to shut like you're rounding third, getting ready to slide in the home. So they had to shut the whole thing down only to ramp it back up. So I think that I think fatigue is going to be a factor here. I think cardio and stamina is going to be a factor here. Plus, we have seen there is precedence in terms of athletes having COVID and coming back. And a lot of them, it was something a little off. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, y'all know what I'm talking about. There's been something a little off here. So I think that's going to play a factor as well. Uh, Gun to my head, yeah, I'm I'm going bomb squad here. I, I'm going Wilder. I don't think it goes the distance. I think Wilder gets him up out of here in six rounds because I, I don't think either one of these fighters will be able to cardio-wise go the distance. So I'm taking Wilder in six. I didn't think about the cardio aspect of it because I know Tyson Fury did have COVID. That's a good point. But I – he – but. This sounds crazy because I I was just mentioning that Wilder may hit the hardest of any heavyweight ever, but he can't hurt Fury. Fury's shown he can't hurt him. He took the worst punches that any human being could ever take and popped right the fuck back up. That's got to kill everything in you as a as a as a competitor. So if it's if I don't think Wilder can win this fight, and it's not because it's not good enough. It's because he can't hurt Fury. And that's his whole game. Wilder has learned how to utilize his cardio to go to the body, to take out somebody's lungs in their cardio. He hasn't learned that yet. He's just out there headhunting. Once he learns that aspect of the game, he'll be way more dangerous and be a champion again. Tyson Fury is a wily old bloke. I got Fury winning. Probably by decision. I don't think he can knock him out either. But Yeah, I don't. I, I don't I, no, I'm not disagreeing with anything you said because after, off the heels of the last fight, I literally went on to Potter's War and said, you know what? If I'm Deontay Wilder, I take a year off and learn how to box because yes. he got outclassed. But he's had that year. Has he utilized that year? We'll see. We 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 gonna find out on Saturday. And given and given his 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 life story and situation, I understand why he was headhunting for so long. He had to get that money real fast. Big fights. Big knockouts. I get it. You established enough in the game now, bro, where you can actually learn how to do this now. So, Tony, what say you, man? 
you you've got our you you're the the tiebreaker here, and I know where you're going, but go ahead and say it. I I think you guys make a lot of great points. I it's hard to jump in and 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 like totally eviscerate anything you've said. To be honest with you, you know, um, I just think Tyson Fury is a much 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 better boxer and i don't think that changes in the time period from their last fight to the next fight and i i really enjoy and i'm entertained and i'm a fan of deontay wilder as well and i do think the right punch could knock out tyson fury but we've seen a punch that's damn near close to the right punch not do it on multiple times already so as long as the COVID effect and we'll never really know we'll never really really know um isn't there i can't see you know i i really can't see tyson fury losing this fight so i i'm looking forward to it i think it's one of the biggest fights that you know boxing has seen in a while uh one of the biggest fights in the heavyweight division since boy i don't know holyfield and uh lennox lewis possibly had had a number of fights together so i'm really interested to see here tyson fury winning this fight going on maybe beating Anthony Joshua maybe beating somebody else that's up and coming Tyson Fury could put himself in boxing lore maybe not as the greatest ever obviously because he doesn't really have a ton of competition as of right now and he is an older boxer but somebody that could be like yo if I'm throwing about the 16 greatest heavyweights of all time in a tournament maybe not the greatest but the most entertaining maybe I throw Tyson Fury in there if he can put together a string of victories to to finish his career I think he's that good because of his size and the talent he's accrued mm-hmm. since you know having that first fight against Deontay Wilder and I love both these guys they're both charming they're both charismatic they both can talk they're both um we'll say colorful characters to be kind yeah agreed eccentric quite eccentric so, yeah so shout, shout out to the Gypsy King I think he gets the the unified belt he goes on, he beats the dude that beat Joshua, and then uh, SummerSlam in Wembley next year against Drew McIntyre. Get all the money. Hey! Hey! The, the triple Grand Slam. I think he lost more than anybody because he lost out on two, possibly having $200 million fights in a year because yeah. of the COVID thing, and then Joshua shit the bed, but that's neither here nor there. Either way, it's great to see heavyweight slugging it out. There's nothing like the heavyweight division in boxing, and I hope you all enjoy it. Let's go ahead and get up out of here. Is there anything else that y'all were just pressing to say before we get up out of here? Herb, keep your finger out of bitches' booties. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I, I enjoy a little butt play, too. I don't get it much anymore right now, and, and by much anymore, I mean not ever. Shout out monogamy. Yay. Ray, where can the good folks find you, sir? Wow. What a finish. Don't come to me after that. I, you come straight to me after that? You, well, wow. Tony, where can they find you? No, no, I'm, I'm good. You can, you can find me at Somewhere I ain't going to get Ohio. in trouble for your black ass.com, uh, a.k.a. It's Ray Cash. Good site. R-E-Y-Z. Good site. <laughs> <laughs> we close enough. I'll get that call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a good sign. Um, <laughs> R- R- it's Ray Cash, R-A-Y is C-A-S-H-S and dollars, and everywhere on the chair shot. I love you, baby. You know I'm just talking shit. Tunny, where can they find you, sir, and everything you got going on? Ah, at PC Tunny, Twitter, Facebook when it's running. I don't know what's really going on over there. Um, <laughs> and uh, continue to listen to everything on the chair shot radio network. Uh, uh, 
Y'all can find me on Twitter at the Real C Plat. My mama's proud of me, and I'm cool with that. Until but more importantly, if you appreciate sucking comment, yeah, you can suck my dick. My mama's proud of me and said I was a good man, so everybody else can suck my dick. I don't give a shit what I say now. Y'all thought I was bad before. Ooh-wee. But more importantly, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at the Chair Shot Radio, make sure we are able to keep providing that content you love so much day in and day out here at the Chair Shot Radio by supporting the movement. Take yourselves to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Make sure you pick up an official chair shot t-shirt. Support the cause. We've got something that you're absolutely going to adore. I guarantee it. Please and thank you. Thank you and please. Tony, you're biting your lip. You got some shit to say. Go ahead and say it. I wasn't. I actually, I actually, can I say real quick? I just want to thank Bruce Springsteen and Mike Tyson wow. for coming on the show today. Yeah, big stars today on the show. Star-studded, baby. Star-studded. You're welcome. You're welcome. You are welcome <laughs> that I was here. <laughs> I like to say thank you while drinking a beer. We Only can't follow that. <laughs> for the Commissioner PC Tutty, for the Reverend Raymond Cash, I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of The Weave. Enjoy your sports this weekend. We'll see you back here next week, St. Platt time, St. Platt channel. Until then, Shalom. Hey, bitch, get back here with my Doritos. Fucking kangaroo. The champ is here. Alright, this is my shit right here. This shit is crazy. The evil genius. The chairshot.com. Always use your head.